Praise the Lord. It's wonderful to be in the house of the Lord. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Amen. Deuteronomy 33, verse 25. As thy days, so shall thy strength be. What an incredible promise. And what incredible promises we have received from the Lord. The Bible, the holy book, a book filled with promises, pages dripping with the utterance of our promise-keeping God. I'm sure there are promises you are holding on to today, promises you are speaking that you are declaring over your life, over your home, over your family, surely there must be having these promises. We understand our desperate need. We need the promises of the Lord. The Bible declares, 2 Corinthians 1, verse 20, For all the promises of God in Him are yes, and in Him, amen, to the glory of God through us. We thank the Lord for His promises. We praise the Lord for His promises. His promises never fail. He is faithful concerning that which He has said. The promises of God give life. Psalm 119, verse 50, the Wycliffe Bible, This comforted me in my loneliness, for thy word quickened me. This comforted me in my time of trouble, for thy word hath given me life. The ESV translation, your promise gives me life. We need to become intimate with the promises of the Lord. Come to an understanding of what He has said. To know the promises of God. Corey Ten Boom said, Gather the riches of God's promises. Nobody can take away from you those texts from the Bible which you have learned by heart. Let God's promises shine on your problems. We have to become intimate with the promises of God. We have to get in the book. This book that is full of His promises. These pages dripping with the utterance of our promise-keeping God. And so we take hold of scriptures like Genesis 28, 15, Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go. And I will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. And what are the voices that come? What are the fears and doubts? 
What of the lies of the enemy of our souls? Well, we know full well the truth of Numbers 23 19. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the Son of Man that he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? I'm sure there are specific promises the Lord has delivered to you that you're holding on to today. That you have written down. That you're reciting daily. You're speaking out and declaring over your life. Over your family. You know, men and women of God that know the Lord as promise keeper walk different. There's this great contentment in their stride. Jim Cimbala said, we like to control the map of our life and know everything well in advance. But faith is content just knowing that God's promise cannot fail. This, in fact, is the excitement of walking with God. Men and women of God that understand the heart and intent of His promises, the reason they are, and the reason they are given, and the purpose for which they are fulfilled are free of unholy want. The words of Dietrich Bonhoeffer, God does not give us everything we want, but he does fulfill his promises, leading us along the best and straightest paths to himself. Having these promises, are you intimate with the promises of God? Let's head back to the book of Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 33, verse 1. Now this is the blessing with which Moses, the man of God, blessed the children of Israel before his death. The words that follow verse 1 are no doubt divine. The utterance of the Lord poured out through the mouth of a man and a calling on God to be who he said he would be. And today, let us deal with the positive, for we do know that some of the names mentioned in the text had failings. Hear the words of the Lord. Verses 2 to 6, The Lord came from Sinai and dawned on them from Seir and shone forth from Mount Pern. And he came with ten thousands of saints, from his right hand came a fiery law for them. Yes, he loves the people. And his saints are in your hand. They sit down at your feet. Everyone receives your words. Moses commanded a law for us, a heritage for the congregation of Jacob. And he was king in Jeshurun. When the leaders of the people were gathered, all the tribes of Israel together, 
Let Reuben live and not die, nor let his men be few. Reuben means, behold a son. Life's different when you're a son. There is access and relationship reserved specifically for a son, reserved only for a son, a treasured place in the heart of the father, a father's cry that the son live, that the tribe carry on. Behold a son. Behold a daughter. What great promises have we received from the Lord? Verse 7, And this he said of Judah, Hear, Lord, the voice of Judah, and bring him to his people. Let his hands be sufficient for him, and may you be a help against his enemies. Judah means praise. The Lord hears the voice of praise. The Wycliffe Bible, this is the blessing of Judah. Lord, hear thou the voice of Judah and bring and bring in him to his people. His hands shall fight for him, and the helper of him shall be against his adversaries. This is the blessing for the tribe of Judah. Lord, hear thou the voice of Judah and unite them again with the other tribes. Thy hand shall fight for them, and thou shalt be their helper against their adversaries. Intimate with the promises of the Lord, with the utterance of our promise-keeping God. You know, there is a special place in the heart of God for the tribe of Judah. The help of the Lord is a promise upon this tribe. A people that prays will know the help of the Lord against their adversaries. There will be victory. There will be breakthrough. These are the promises of the Lord. And so when we gather into his house on a Sunday, on a Tuesday, we understand the power of praise. There's great promise for the tribe of Judah, for those who will praise the Lord the way he not only deserves to be praised, but is commanded. Verses 8 to 11, and of Levi he said, Let your perfections and lights, your thummim and your urim, be with your Holy One, whom you tested at Massa, and with whom you contented at the waters of Meribah, who says of his father and mother, I have not seen them, nor did he acknowledge his brothers or know his own children, for they have observed your word and kept your covenant. They shall teach Jacob your judgments and Israel your law. They shall put incense before you and a whole burnt sacrifice on your altar. Bless his substance, Lord, and accept the work of his hands. Strike the loins of those who rise against him. 
and of those who hate him, that they rise not again. Levi joined to. What a promise, what a blessing upon this tribe. A people that observe the word and keep covenant. A people that teach the judgments and law of the Lord. A people familiar with the altar. Where incense and sacrifice are offered to the Lord. All in, whole part on the altar. There's a promise for this type of people. This type of people are no doubt beneficiaries of the promises of God. Their substance, blessed. The work of their hands, accepted by the Lord, Levi. The Lord will strike those against him. A people joined to the Lord. What great promises. The blessing of the Lord. Verse 12 of Benjamin, he said, The beloved of the Lord shall dwell, shall dwell in safety by him, who shelters him all the day long, and he shall dwell between his shoulders. Lord, I receive the promise. Put that name upon me, Lord. The Wycliffe Bible, and he said to Benjamin, the most loved of the Lord shall dwell trustily in him. He shall dwell all day as in a chamber. And he shall rest betwixt the shoulders of the Lord. And he said of the tribe of Benjamin, The beloved of the Lord shall dwell trustily in him. They shall live all day long like in a secure place. And they shall rest between the shoulders of the Lord. Benjamin, son of the right hand. Lord, put this name upon us. You know, if we can receive it today, the promise is a place for us where we dwell in safety by him. Our shelter, our Lord, resting between his shoulders you know, the truth is we can live all day long in a secure place. The Lord has made this promise. Every day. Each day. We need to understand what it means to be a son of the right hand. And we need to act in accordance with this name. And we shall see this promise fulfilled in our days. Verses 13 to 17, And of Joseph he said, Blessed of the Lord is his hand, his land, with the precious things of heaven, with the dew and the deep lying beneath, with the precious fruits of the sun, with the precious produce of the months, with the best things of the ancient mountains, with the precious things of the everlasting hills, with the precious things of the earth and its fullness, and the favor of him who dwelt in the bush. Incredible. 
Let the blessing come on the head of Joseph and on the crown of the head of him who was separate from his brothers. His glory is like a firstborn bull and his horns like the horns of a wild ox. Together with them he shall push the peoples to the ends of the earth. They are the ten thousands of Ephraim and they are the thousands of Manasseh. Joseph Jehovah has added. Surely we must testify of how Jehovah has added. How he's put colors upon us. How the dream of God is being worked out in our lives, in our world. How the Lord has been with us in every place, in every season. How the Lord has prospered us. Let's take hold of these promises. Jehovah has added, let's act as Joseph did. Let's walk as Joseph walked. With integrity, holiness before the Lord, commitment, no matter what he faced, a dreamer in his dreams surrendered to God, trusting the promise of the Lord. And he shall add, according to his will, Genesis 49, 22 to 25, Joseph is a fruitful bough, a fruitful bough by a well. His branches run over the wall. The archers have bitterly grieved him, shot at him and hated him. But his bow remained in strength, and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. From there is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. By the God of your Father, who will help you, and by the Almighty, who will bless you with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lies beneath, blessings of the breasts and of the womb. Jehovah has added. We are recipients of the promise of God, the blessing of the Lord. What will our confession be? What will our testimony be? Well, the words, Genesis 50, verse 20, As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring it about as it is this day, to save many people alive. Are you intimate with the promises of God? Do you know the promises of God? Are you in the book? Are you reading from cover to cover? Taking in this holy divine utterance of our promise-keeping God. God is not a man that he should lie. Deuteronomy 33, verses 18 and 19. And of Zebulun, he said, Rejoice, Zebulun, in your going out, and Issachar in your tents. They shall call the peoples to the mountain. Lead us up the mountain, Lord. In the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. There they shall offer sacrifices of righteousness. For they shall partake of the abundance of the seas, 
and of the treasures hidden in the sand. You know, these are words we should all be declaring. Words we should be declaring over our lives that the Lord would release these promises in our world. Words we should be declaring over our children. That the Lord would release His promises in their world. The Wycliffe Bible, and he said to Zebulun, Zebulun, be thou glad in thy going out, and Issachar in thy tabernacles. And he said of the tribes of Zebulun and of Issachar, Zebulun, be thou prosperous abroad. Can you receive the word of the Lord today? And Issachar, be thou prosperous in thy tents or at home. They shall call peoples to the hill. And there they shall offer sacrifices of rightfulness, which shall suck the flowings of the sea as milk and hid treasures of gravel. They shall call the peoples to the mountain, and there they shall offer the right sacrifices. They shall suck up the wealth of the sea like milk, and they shall dig up hidden treasures out of the gravel. Zebulun, exalted. Humble yourself before the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Issachar, there is recompense. We know that the promises of the Lord are given to the righteous, to those that offer sacrifices of righteousness. They shall partake of the abundance of the hidden treasures. These are the promises of our promise-keeping God. Verses 20 to 23, And of Gad he said, Blessed is he who enlarges Gad. He dwells as a lion and tears the arm and the crown of his head. He provided the first part for himself because the lawgiver's portion was reserved there. He came with the heads of the people. He administered the justice of the Lord and his judgments with Israel. And of Dan, he said, Dan is a lion's whelp. He shall leap from Bashan. And of Naphtali, he said, O Naphtali, satisfied with favor and full of the blessing of the Lord, possess the west and the south. Gad. Troop. Lord, make us a troop. Dan. A judge. Lord, cause us to judge right. Naphtali, wrestling. Even as Jacob wrestled with the Lord, calling on God to bless him, not letting go until blessing flowed. What great promises do we have? Are you intimate with the promises of the Lord? Verses 24 to 29. And of Asher he said, Asher is most blessed of sons. Let him be favored by his brothers and let him dip his foot in oil. Your sandals shall be iron and bronze as your days so shall your strength be. 
There is no one like the God of Jeshurun who rides the heavens to help you. And in his excellency on the clouds, the eternal God is your refuge. And underneath are the everlasting arms. He will thrust out the enemy from before you and will say, destroy. Then Israel shall dwell in safety. The fountain of Jacob alone in a land of grain and new wine. His heavens shall also drop dew. Happy are you, O Israel. Who is like you, a people saved by the Lord? The shield of your help and the sword of your majesty, your enemies shall submit to you and you shall tread down their high places. These are the promises of God. Asher, happy. Surely the Lord has brought joy and gladness. Happy are those whose God is the Lord, whose God is Jehovah. Simply incredible, the words of the Lord. The promises, the words uttered by a man, the man Moses. These are all fitting names for the saints of the Most High. This is the heart of God for His people. Why call this message strength? Because strength is what the promises of God are to us. Are we lowly today, troubled? There's always an answer. Psalm 119, verse 50, This comforted me in my lowness, for thy word quickened me. This comforted me in my time of trouble, for thy word hath given me life. Are we affected in our walk today? Receive the promise of the Lord, Deuteronomy 33, 25. Your sandals shall be iron and bronze. Are we in need of strength today? Same verse. As your days, so shall your strength be. People of God, we have to become intimate with the promises of God. A continual feasting upon His promises, not just when we are in a bind. We need the promises in the storehouse. We need to know the text. Those promises need to be ready, flowing, being declared, invoked in our world. This communication with God, continually flowing. Not just when we're in a bind. in every season. We need strength to fulfill our days. Strength to finish the race. To accomplish the will of the Lord for us. We need strength of days. We need strength for days. We need to invoke these promises of God 
And let us believe. Believe that what he said is true. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. I know my weakness. I know my frailty. I know my state and who I am without the promises of the Lord. Distanced from the promises of the Lord. The words of Charles Spurgeon, my dear friends, if you and I had been without trouble, we never could have had such a promise as this given to us. As thy days, so shall thy strength be. It is our weakness that has made room for God to give us such a promise as this. Our sins make room for a Savior. Our frailties make room for the Holy Spirit to correct them. All our wanderings make room for the Good Shepherd that He may seek us and bring us back. We do not love nights, but we do love stars. We do not love weakness, but we do bless God for the promise for the promise that is to sustain us in our weakness. We do not admire winter, but we do admire the glittering snow. We must shudder at our own trembling weakness, but we still do bless God that we are weak because it makes room for the display of his own invincible strength in fulfilling such a promise as this. If we need strength today, or whatever it might be, we need look no further than the faithful promises of our wonderful Lord. Are we intimate with His promises? Are we declaring His promises? Putting, in, putting Him in remembrance of that which he has spoken. Any parent in the house, you know, you, you promise your kids something. And they're relentless. Dad, Mom, you promised. Oh, I know. Dad, Mom, you promised. I mean, they want the fulfillment right now, you know. Further words. In the first place, this is a well-guaranteed promise. A promise is nothing unless I have good security that it shall be fulfilled. It is in vain for men to promise largely unless their fulfillment shall be as large as their promise. For the largeness of their promise is just the largeness of deception. But here every word of God is true. God has issued no more notes for the bank of heaven then he can cash in an hour if he wills. There is enough bullion in the vaults of omnipotence to pay off every bill that ever shall be drawn by the faith of a man or the promises of God. Now look at this one. As thy days, so shall thy strength be. Beloved, God has a strong reserve with which to pay off this promise. For is he not himself omnipotent? 
able to do all things? Believer, till thou canst drain dry the ocean of omnipotence, till thou canst break into pieces the towering mountains of almighty strength, thou never needest to fear. Until thine enemy can stop the course of a whirlwind with a reed, till he can twist the hurricane from its path by a word of his puny lip, thou needest not think that the strength of man shall ever be able to overcome the strength which is in thee, namely the strength of God. Greater is he that is in thee than he that is in the world. <laughs> Whilst the earth's huge pillars stand, Thou hast enough to make thy faith firm. The same God who guides the stars in their courses, who directs the earth in its orbit, who feeds the burning furnace of the sun and keeps the stars perpetually burning with their fires. The same God has promised to supply thy strength. While he is able to do all these things, think not that he shall be unable to fulfill his own promise. Quite the words. We all have our days. The word spoken is this As thy days, so shall thy strength be. You know that the Lord knows the strength we need for each day. He is faithful to be drawn upon, that we might be recipients of the very strength needed for each particular day. He gives us strength according to His promise and according to His design, not according to our desires. Why? Oh, if we had strength according to our wishes, we should soon, all of us, be like Jeshurun, wax fat, and begin to kick against the Most High. Matthew 6.34, Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. The Lord knows the strength we need for Monday and the strength we need for Tuesday and so on. His promise and His promises shall not fail. Can we receive these words? What inference shall I draw except this? Children of the living God, be rid of your doubts. Be rid of your trouble and your fear. Young Christians, do not be afraid to set forward on the heavenly race. You bashful Christians that, like Nicodemus, are ashamed to come out and make an open profession, don't be afraid. As your day is, so shall your strength be. Why need you fear? You are afraid of disgracing your profession. You shall not. Your day shall never be more troublesome or more fun of temptation than your strength shall be full of deliverance. You can have the worship team return today.
to those that do not have God as theirs. That do not have Jesus as their Christ. Your strength is decaying. If we're here in this house today, or hearing this message, to those that do not have God as theirs, or Jesus as their Christ, as their Savior, your strength is decaying. You may live days in the strength of man, yet the strength of man waxes old. It decreases. It comes to death. Perhaps you are in the business of prostituting your strength to the cause of Satan. One day, your last day shall come on this earth. What will you do then? What will you do when you stand before a holy God, strengthless? Unless you repent and turn to Him now and accept this Jesus as Lord and Savior, you will not have the strength you need for that day. As your days, so shall your strength be. We all come to that day where we stand before Him. For those that know Him and are known by Him, this promise will mark that day as thy days, so shall thy strength be. Job 19.25, For I know that mine again buyer liveth, and in the last day I shall rise from the earth, for I know that my Redeemer liveth, and on the last day he shall rise to my defense. As your days, so shall your strength be. Let's stand in the house of the Lord. When you're saying today, we're all saying today, Lord, I need to become more intimate with your promises. I need to know what you've spoken concerning me, concerning your sons and your daughters. Lord, I need your promises for my home, for my world, Lord. Put these names upon us today. Lord, if you're holding on to a promise today, if you've been reciting a promise, now's the time. Lord, we put you in remembrance of the promises you have spoken. And Lord, we believe. We trust in you, Lord. You're faithful. Our promise-keeping God, thank you. Thank you for each word spoken. Lord, we give you glory. We give you glory today, Lord. The hope of all heart.
Oh. 